You are tuning into CW Weekly. We're talking Grant Show goodness, crossover ratings, and Goldberg's going to be on The Flash. All that coming up next. Tune in. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Yeah, we're just feeling ourselves right now. If you're feeling yourself, you do this too. Yeah. <laughs> JK. You gotta get the, you gotta get the, yeah. in it. Jess Hands. Hey, hey, everybody. We're so excited to have you again here for CW Weekly. If it's your first time, welcome, welcome. Here's the deal. This end of the table belongs just to you. So use hashtag CW Weekly to join in the conversation. I'm Ali Kona Bradford. I have a lovely, fantastic co-host with me. Hello. Hello. And hi, everybody. My name is Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. Oh yeah, you can find me at yours truly, <laughs> Ali Kona. Um, I'm not a fancy red-headed man named Matt Marr. He couldn't be here with us, neither could Tiona, but, or Tiana, oh my gosh, Tiana, yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but yeah, they are with us in spirit. We have lots of things to talk about. First thing we got to get into, though, of course, is our trivia, because that's the most fun. Yes, yes, yes. So our trivia question for today, class, is, what was Melissa Benoit's first film role? Was it A, Mariah Carey's Tennessee B. Dolly Parton and Queen Latifah's Joyful Noise. C. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s Fighting Temptations. Or D. Hugh Grant and Drew Barrymore's Music and Lyrics. Yes. Mm. Think hard. Think hard. Yeah. I'm sorry I said that so fast. I'm sure the pictures were like, me, 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 me. <laughs> if I did pictures, I don't remember. But if I didn't, whatever. Um, however, all you have to do is tweet at us. Tell us what the answer is at AfterBuzzTV. Always use hashtag CW. Weekly. Yes, get that hashtag going. Yes, and now it's time for our ship of the week. Ship the best part yes. of the week. Yes. So our options for this week are Evier. Yeah, sure. Xavier? Xavier. I say Evier. Okay. It's Evie and Xavier. Alright. Varchi for Veronica and Archie. From Riverdale, of course. Yeah. And even though Matt couldn't be here, he wanted to give his own ship of the week. Captain Gay Ray! Captain Gay Ray! Get it? Gay Ray? Get it? <laughs> well, that's Matt's joke. So that's Captain Gay Ray, which is the Ray and Captain Cold from Crisis X. Well, the crossover. Yeah. And then our last one is Agent Canary, which is Alex and Sarah from the crossover. So we've got some crossover love yeah. happening this week. Yeah. Which I'm not too mad at. No, no. Yeah. I'm not either. I mean, we're not going to review too much, but I will say I like the last two episodes of the crossover. The first two, they had to convince me. By the mm-hmm. second two, I said, okay. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. They were pretty good, I will say. Yeah. I watched them all. The day they came out, so. Oh, nice. I made sure. I was like, yes, have to be in front of the TV for it. All right, so I know that you have some Dynasty news for us. Let's I do it. I do. Some casting news, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Hakeem K. Kazim will be playing Cecil Colby in Dynasty. He'll be joining in the ninth episode. Now, he, as you know if you watch Dynasty, is the patriarch of the Colby clan. Mm-hmm. So they'll go against, they go against the Carringtons in terms of... They're both, like, wealthy uh, uh-huh. and everything like that. And we haven't seen the father yet. So he will be playing the father coming up very shortly. Nice. Oh, P.S., before you move on, just FYI, guys, if you love Dynasty, we have a special guest from the show coming next week. So, yeah. More about that later. Stay Go ahead. tuned. Yeah. 
Also coming, dun dun dun, we finally have our Alexis Carrington, ladies and gentlemen. And she is fabulous. The lovely Nicolette Sheridan will be playing Alexis Carrington, who we all know, if you watch the show, Mm -hmm. is the mother of Fallon and Steven and the ex-wife of Blake. Mm -hmm. So she's going to come back stirring up some trouble between Blake and Crystal. She's going to be trying to take what's hers and trying to reconnect with her children. It's about to get so juicy up in that show, guys. I'm excited. I'm expecting fights. Yes. Like hair pulling and screaming matches. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited too. Okay, so also in The Flash, we have some casting news. It's going to be Goldberg. He's going to be a metahuman. And some really interesting information. We'll get to that. But anyways, he confirmed on Twitter that he was going to be on. And um, we don't have a name of a specific character yet. However, let's see. Second episode. His... It's going to be his second episode. um, And he's going to be possibly with the thinker who's coming back later in the season. Now, this was the fun fact that... If you continue reading this article that Eric and I were talking about, (laughs) look at how big Goldberg is. He's a big dude, right? Mm -hmm. You suppose he gets that big because he works out, but he also has to eat a lot. Yes. So this, his words, quote, I am nothing but a machine now. Um, I get up in the morning, I eat, I train, I eat, I go to the bathroom about 20 times intermittently throughout the day because I'm shoving 15 to 20,000 calories in my body and it doesn't know what's going on. At 50 years old, it has no idea. You're eating 15 to 20,000, at 50 years old? Yeah. That's poops 20 times a day. See, I didn't know what you meant by go to the bathroom. I thought, no, he says he poops 20 times a day. That's... That's more time on the toilet than, like, training. It must be convenient if, like, you've worked your whole career in wrestling and so you're able to retire, you're able to sit down and relax, that you can get up and go. Imagine (laughs) sitting behind a desk and trying to go 20 times a day. You never get anything done. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. Anyway, just FYI for you guys. I I hope I made your day. Oh, fun news in the chat. Oh, yeah. Ivan Soto is saying, I believe, that... Goldberg will be appearing next week. Ooh, okay, fine. So you scooped us. Yeah. Good, Good for job. you. All right, is it that time? Is it hashtag hottie of the week time? I think so. I think so, too. And if you guys followed us and watched last week, we decided to let our engineer Anthony pick because he was having a little bit of a hard time. We kept picking all these hot, sexy dudes. We're a little biased. So this week was his turn. Go ahead, Anthony, take it away. Ayo. All right, it's my time for the show. All right, so for the, for the hottie of the week, I chose Canadian actress Emily Bett Rickards from The Arrow, also known as Felicity. My God, what a heartthrob. I mean, um, I saw Arrow, but I stayed for uh, Felicity, you know? That's, that's how it went down. Uh, she's just so charming on that show. Um, she was actually born in 91, and I was born in 93, making her two years older than me. So totally achievable, totally possible, <laughs> totally in the realm of possibilities, throwing it out there for everyone to hear. Um, but yeah, she's just smoking hot. Um, she's also a really great actress and also just so charming on that show. I just love it. She's like a great manic pixie girl that of my dreams, really. And then like her character is super smart, which is what I find to be truly sexy. So that's my hottie of the week. Dude, that was Somebody, an amazing <laughs> hottie of the week. I feel like you had a speech prepared already, and you were like, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Boom, that's my girl. I was going to say, somebody needs to book Anthony a trip to Canada, like, now. Seriously. Yes, please, I'm, I'm open to that. Or, like, I'm you like, should rep her or something, yeah, goodness. He needs to... Sold. Take connect. it. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, well, just to correct, sorry. Yeah. Just to correct. 
Ivan was saying that another actor named Ken- Ken- Kendrick Sampson will be oh, appearing on The Flash okay. next week. Well, thank you. Yeah. Appreciate the info. Thank you for correcting that. All right. Let's uh, move it on down to Jane the Virgin, who's not a virgin anymore. But anyways, we <laughs> forgive her. So she has a novel coming out that Jane wrote as Jane, mm-hmm. and fans can even purchase it themselves, which is super duper cool. Obviously, the names of the characters are slightly a variation because it's Jane writing it about her life and disguising the characters. And I've heard, I've read like pluses and minuses about it as far as because it's a book and you're cramming in the entire storyline of Jane and the Virgin into a book, there are episodes that they whip through in the book. Okay. But at the same time, too, if you've seen the show, the book is probably a little predictable but it's just one of those nostalgia things that you're like oh yeah because the book actually shows up in the show mm-hmm. so it's like in the show it's and like then you have life. it in your hands and apparently it also might allude to certain things happening in the show in the future if you read the book um let's see if i can find that what are you looking for ah uh, let's see you know what? I'm going to refer to this. Uh, oh, about Rake. About the fact that um, she may end up with Martin instead, but there's plenty to keep in the Rake and Raphael stands excited. Okay. You're like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I thought you picked that one. No. Nope. Okay, we're both <laughs> clueless. Go ahead. Go online. Look it up. Jane the Virgin, the book, Snow Falling. Next. <laughs> So next, we actually have some real-life Riverdale friendship going on. Oh, cool. So last week for Thanksgiving, KJ Appa actually spent time with Cole Sprouse and his brother, if you know from Sweet Life or Big Daddy, whatever, Dylan Sprouse as well. And Mm -hmm. so they rode the subway together. Here, Cole is giving the finger to somebody that's taking a picture. (laughs) Don't really know the context. Yeah, you really shouldn't do that when you're famous. Of the finger. He doesn't care. I don't Mm -hmm. think... I mean, obviously, clearly. obviously, okay. <laughs> but it was Good just point. it was just nice to see that they actually spend time together outside of set, and even yeah. I guess because maybe they don't celebrate Thanksgiving in New Zealand where KJ oh, is from. Yeah, so he didn't, or he didn't have the time to go home. Mm-hmm. He just spent time mm-hmm. with Cole here. Side note, just talking about the fact that cast people hanging out outside of work, I feel like if it's people, I mean, I don't, their characters are obviously not romantically involved, but I feel like when characters are romantically involved on a TV show, uh, when they're really friends in real life and they actually hang out, it crosses into the show and the chemistry is so good. And then when there's actors that don't necessarily care for each other, to me, it reads. Like, you see them kiss and there's just this weird, like... <laughs> oh, does his breath stink? What's going on? Sometimes yes and sometimes no. I yeah. see what you're saying. But then yeah. there's other times when I think the actors actually turn on the acting and yeah. they make it convincing. And mm-hmm. then there's sometimes where they're together in real life and it doesn't work on screen. Like I've yeah. seen shows where that happens as well. So it can go. Yeah. I think it can go either way. But I agree with what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but you were talking about Riverdale, so let's get some more Riverdale news in. A little bit about Lily Reinhardt. Lily, excuse me. I was on call Lily. My apologies. But first of all, fun fact is that before she was working on Riverdale, she actually worked at Pier 1 Imports. I love stories like that so much. It's like Emily Bett Rickards, who was working down the street from where I live on Ventura, somewhere, um, at a pet hotel when she booked um, Arrow. That's a fun fact. Anthony, Anthony, did you know that? Did you know she worked at a... Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, oh. she used to bring her dog, and she said she started talking to her dog. I, I digress, but whatever. Um <laughs> Uh, she was talking to her dog, and she was about to be like, you know, I forget her dog's name, but she was just saying, like, what are we doing in L.A.? Is this really a thing? Is this working out? Because at that point, she hadn't booked anything. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up booking Arrow. Of course, it was for two scenes. 
and one day of work, and that was it. And she had such great chemistry with Stephen Amell. She actually said that he ended up going and talking to some other people and just saying how much he enjoyed having her around. And everybody else agreed that the chemistry was so good that they called her back a couple weeks later. Because she's like, I went back to the pet hotel. and was like, oh, well, this is life. Didn't expect for them to call me back. So it's just a good testament to, and it doesn't matter what you want to be in life, but it's just a good testament that if you are a pleasure to work with and you're a wonderful, just to have around, people will move mountains to keep you around more. Yeah. So I love that story. I was just going to say, I love being a part of this show because I'm finding out stuff that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I don't know if I knew that Felicity was only supposed to be a mm-hmm. character for one yeah. episode. Yeah, because she's not a scenes. comic book character. They totally, no, is she? I don't remember. You guys can correct me. But I think they made her up for the show. That's why there was no intention of going there with her. And no intention of, obviously, making her, like, Oliver's love mm-hmm. interest. It's just that the chemistry was there. That they're like, whoa. Well, good for you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow, um, my story about... Because uh, it wasn't the story that she used to work at Pier 1. She was actually talking about the fact that she um, didn't get the role... The first time around for Riverdale, she lived in North Carolina, excuse me, at the time. She did self-tape, sent it in, heard nothing, moved to L.A. later on. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a month or something month later. later yep. Yeah, and her manager hit her up and said, yo, they haven't really, yeah, that's what he said, yo. <laughs> but he said, they haven't booked that role yet. Do you want to try again? And she went in in person, and she approached the role completely different, and then she booked it. Yeah. So that's amazing. Which good for her for at least trying it again. And good for her agent yeah. to say, like, or her manager One more time. Whoever, yeah. to say, you know, let's do it again. Yeah. And then she took it in a totally different way. But to go back to what you were saying for the Cole and KJ hanging out outside of the set, later on in that article about Cole, they asked him something about relationships or something, and he provided no comment. And there's a rumor that he and Lily, that oh. Cole and Lily are together. Oh. And... So he likes to keep that part of his life, not confirming, not denying. He just likes to keep that part of his life secret. Mysterious. Yeah. He does that on purpose because he could, if he really didn't want people to know, he'd just deny it. But for him to be like, no, nothing. That just makes people interested. It's smart. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. <laughs> Anyways, what else you got for me? Sticking with Riverdale, our favorite drug of choice, Jingle Jangle. Mm-hmm. How tough is that? Would Do you think that would be to say? Jingle Jangle, Jingle Jangle, Jingle Jangle. Like, Scene after scene after scene after scene. Jingle jingle. Jingle jingle. Or even seriously, the first time I got the script, I'd look at it and be I'm sorry, you have a drug called Jingle Jangle? Jingle Jangle. Okay. It's funny. But originally the name came from a psychedelic 1969 single from the Archies, from the group the Archies. Okay. Um, And Cole was saying that they didn't, they laughed for the first four episodes that they heard it. Yeah. Because every time you're not, I mean, you're expecting it, especially if you read the script, but just to hear somebody say jingle jingle with a serious tone. Yeah. Just, it it would crack me up too. Yeah. Yeah. But talking about being on, quote unquote, on jingle jingle on the show, Casey Cott, who plays Kevin, was saying that it's fun to shoot because they just get to act goofy uh-huh. and there's music playing. So they, it's like a party and they're pretending, but they're still like getting to let loose. Yeah. Which is really cool. Nice. To pretend. Yeah. To be on Ooh. drugs. I would be like, pretending. I don't know. Yeah. Like, people. I don't know what to do, guys. Never done a drug in my life. So, <laughs> side story, you guys are like, whatever. When I was in high school, I starred in a play where I was a drug addict. And, like I said, till this day, I've never been drunk. I've never done any drugs of any sort. So, I was like, I don't even know how to be this little drug addict, but I'm going to give them. Anyways, I felt really stupid. That's in all. High school? Yeah. A little deep. A little deep. Okay. Next. 
Is it me? Is it you? It's, it's me. You. Okay. So, unfortunately, we... We're going to talk a little bit about some sad news. If you guys have followed the news at all about David Cassidy, who is Katie Cassidy's father, he passed away. Um, organ failure alluded to the dementia that he had been suffering. Um, really sad because I also read that at one point he was doing a concert and he forgot the words. Oh, wow. Uh, I believe he also fell off the stage and after that he was done. Oh, wow. Um, they've always had a really rocky relationship. This is something else that's really sad. So... Didn't have a really good relationship. He was married. He wasn't married, excuse me. Or maybe they were. But she was born through her mother, who's a model, and then David Cassidy. They split their ways. He wasn't really in her life until later on. And um, because of the dementia, this is what they're thinking is why. But he had done an interview and talked about the fact that he was not, he was her biological father, but he had absolutely no relationship with her and all these things. And he did. Not until the later years, but mm-hmm. um, so it's thought that maybe he just forgot in that moment that he'd even had established anything oh, wow. with her. It's really sad. Yeah, it's sad. Um, I think I may or may not. No, I don't think I attached a song to this. Did I? No, I don't believe so. No. Okay, sorry. That's Arrow, guys. Tune into Arrow after this. We're going to talk about it a little bit more in depth. But anyhow, so our thoughts and prayers go out to Katie Cassidy and her family. Yeah, and she even shared the last words that he said to her. Yes. Which were so much wasted time. Yeah. And she's now taking that and saying, I'm going to use that as a reminder to express gratitude to people. Yeah. Every day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. Also, some news about Katie. Because of that, she, there was, over this past weekend, I believe, there was the Heroes and Villain Fan Fest, mm-hmm. and she actually left when she caught word that her father wasn't doing well. Oh. And so they're saying that she won't be attending the Fan Fest that's this weekend in San oh. Jose. Totally understandable. Yeah. Can't even Definitely be upset about understandable. that. All right. So our thoughts are with Katie. Absolutely. So how about some audition news slash some other stuff oh, from yeah. Dynasty? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. So, well, first of all, if anybody used to watch Melrose Place, which was me, I used to love watching it with my mom when I was little. I could be dating myself. But anyway, I used to think that Grant show was so sexy. Here's a clip back when they were on set when Melrose Place was the thing, and you can see a little bit of him back in the day. It's all going okay. Uh-huh. Uh-oh. Look at Sam. There's Just chatting away. Nothing to worry about here. Hey. Oh. Just pulls <laughs> his <laughs> pants down. Being naughty. You're talking to somebody oh, off. Being so <laughs> naughty. I'm so embarrassed and ashamed of myself. <laughs> it's our favorite it's video. It's our favorite clip. Yeah. As you like, You are such a good sport. Well, that's nice of you to say. No, oh. we, I, we always reference that as the lucky towel. <laughs> yes. Amen. Uh, what, they, what you didn't see there is he was stuck with a mic in one hand and covering himself with right. the other hand. <laughs> Professional. So um, Courtney Cronesmith <laughs> had to pull his pants up for him. <laughs> so if you continue to watch this interview, which is pretty cool, um, he goes on to talk about his audition for Dynasty because he had the audition, like everybody else, even though he's Grant Cho. And he said that he walked in there, he bought himself a Gucci suit because he just wanted to be that role, and it just made him feel that much more confident and that he just was the character. So I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that yeah. he went the extra mile again, yes. like we were talking about with Lily. Yeah. She took on a whole new thought of yes. how to do Betty, yeah. and he decided that he was going to be Blake Carrington. Yes, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So, on to some iZombie news. Yay. The show hasn't premiered yet, but Rose McIver, 
who plays the main character mm-hmm. on iZombie. She's actually in a new Netflix Christmas movie. I'm so excited. I love Christmas. I love Christmas is, movies. But this one is getting mixed reviews. I know. Unfortunately. So it's called A Christmas Prince, and she plays a young journalist who's sent to the fictional town of Aldovia to get the scoop on the local Playboy Prince. And it kind of ties into our own prince and prince, future princess, duchess. I don't know the proper label um news with prince harry and Meghan markle but mm-hmm. it's cute that they're playing it's kind of like it reminds me of the prince in me i was just gonna say that okay with julie styles yeah yes it, that's what it kind of reminds me of but like i mentioned it's been getting some mixed reviews people have said it's cringy but then others have said it's like predictable cliched and incredible all oh. in one all in one tweet huh so I, I guess you just have to watch and make the decision for yourself. But it's on Netflix, Netflix currently. Oh, I'm going to watch it. Mm-hmm. So go over to support Rose McIver. Yeah. And also, you have some birthday news. Happy birthday to you. So this song was stuck in our heads <laughs> before we started the show. But we want to give a shout out to iZombies, Raul Coley, and Malcolm Goodwin. Yes. So Malcolm's birthday was just a couple days ago on the 28th, and Raul's was November 13th. Yay! And I used it as an excuse to play this song. That's a great excuse. I love it. So I great. love Stevie Wonder. All right, let's talk a little bit crossover news for those of you caught the crossover. Uh, It actually bumped the ratings of CW pretty, pretty big. So the first two installments of CW for, excuse me, the CW crossover, Crisis Earth X lifted the CW to its most watched Monday night since 2009, people. That's a long time. Holy cow. From 8 to 10 p.m., the network averaged 2.6 million total viewers. That's huge, especially because everybody always streams stuff nowadays with Hulu and Netflix, and you go, well, you can't watch Arrow on Netflix anymore, but, um, you know, watching on the app and stuff like that, it's changed the face of television, so, Mm -hmm. and Nielsen ratings are purely based on TV, not on internet, and the fact that it did that well just on TV alone, not including the app, is fantastic. That's great. Since 2009. So, y'all are... When you think about it... That's a really long time. Yeah. It's like, I mean, of course, math. It's eight years ago. Yeah. But when you think about all that's been on the CW since, Mm -hmm. and this has been its best. So kudos to them for the marketing that they did, Mm -hmm. for the hype that that the crossover had, and for the shows themselves. We mentioned it earlier in the episode Mm -hmm. that we thought they were pretty good. Yeah. So good for them for following through with that. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Sticking with... The Arrowverse for Supergirl, we found out that the character of Rain, the world killer, will be making her final transition in the midseason finale. Yeah. Which is going to set the world, National City, off on a whole new way, I guess, (laughs) when it comes back from the midseason break. I'm saying, check out that picture, though. That's so fabulous. I mean, I know she's a bad person, but I just, it's such a great graphic. Also, that skull on there. Skull? There's a skull oh, right yeah, there on the chest. there sure is. Yeah. I couldn't cool. tell what that was. At first, when I first saw it, I thought it was the lightning bolts or whatever mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. the Earth-X mm-hmm. But now I don't 
it kind of it does kind of it does kind of look like a little lightning bolt but it's like a skull that well, it looks to me it looks like a skull that's opening its mouth yeah i could see that yeah i could see that you know it was really and again i'm i'm, I'm not gonna recap it too much but i will say it was really cool and really interesting to see the characters play opposite of themselves because you are so used to seeing melissa play this light-hearted mm-hmm. person so just as an actor to see her range and it's so believable when she's playing the opposite character yeah so because it was subtle it wasn't like over the top like yeah i'm gonna punch you because i'm so bad but it was like it was you believed that she was the same person but from a different earth right yeah right okay anyway uh it's me it's me next i think it's me next it's me next okay so life sentence we talked about it earlier this trailer was actually debuted earlier this year i just missed it because i didn't even realize that this show was coming out but it looks super cute so i wanted to share with you guys just a small section of it because it's super long Mm -hmm. but at least you get a little flavor of what the the show is going to be like do we have that trailer uh one second hold please that's so okay. this is Lucy Hale's first role. Like post, she's carrying, yeah. Post Pretty Little Liars. And it looks like it's going to be lighter mm-hmm. than a Pretty Little Liars. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's good to, sh- again, talking about showing range. Yes. It's good to show her range for that. And I believe she's going to play older. Yes. All so, right. yeah. All right, let's take a look. Yeah. Let me guess. You two need a wedding cake? Actually, we need a funeral cake. I'm dying. Okay, I played the cancer card, but you have to play the hand you're dealt. After all, I am dying. You're not dying. What did you just say? Uh-oh. Stella, you're cured. do it the first day of the rest of your life i'll get a job how are you planning on doing that the same way that every millennial with a funky haircut and no college education does i will be a barista it's timothy with an eye got it actually the eyes at the end seriously <laughs> we didn't have a future but now we do and i want us to be honest with each other about who we are I don't want anything to change. Love actually isn't my favorite movie. I'd like you to spank me. I can't keep going outside every time I have to fart. Oh. I mean, winter's coming, and I'm not going to be able to spend that kind of time outdoors. Amen. So, (laughs) wait a minute. I watched some of this, but I did not know that was coming. This doesn't mean what you think it means. It doesn't? Oh, I don't know. I mean, we we should talk about this, what we're doing. Maybe later? That's a familiar face. This is between you and your mom. I will stay out of her. It... I will stay out of it. So messed up. I have always put our family first. But now, it's my turn to think about my needs. Mom just left it. Do you want a waffle? Anyway, uh, we don't have to watch the rest because it is a long trailer, but uh, it looks really, really cute. And even though there's seriousness to it, obviously there's bits of humor in it as well to lighten it up here and there. So I'm excited. I'm definitely going to tune into that one. Yeah, there's actually some feedback about it in the chat. Oh, yes. I've been saying that it does look kind of cool. Um, Zias is saying that it seems kind of like Jane the Virgin. Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's going to be as like soap opera-ish. Yeah, I don't. don't Or telenovela. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I want to make sure I use the right terminology. And Ivan's also saying that it hopes that this one actually lasts. 
because some of them don't do as well. Yeah, it's hit and miss sometimes. But it seems like it's got a good storyline to it. The only part that caught me was for the last eight years, she thought she was going to die. I'm like, that's a long that's time. That's a long time. Because most people, only for story purposes, I understand that if you have cancer, you can beat it, it can come back, whatever. But usually most stories are like, you have a year to live. Right. And so they do all these crazy things, like you saw her skydiving and what have you. Right. But for eight years, to live every single day, eight years, like it's your last day... I mean, kudos, I would do it, but that's a lot of adventure. Right. There was another show on what is now Freeform. I can't remember what the name of it is, um, but it was kind of like this, but I think she had a shorter life expen- mm-hmm. life expectancy. Hmm. But, yeah, I'm looking. Oh, somebody said Chasing Life. Yes, that was the show that I was, li- that, that I was thinking of. Thank oh. you, Ivan. Oh, good job. You're awesome. Okay, so we have our last bit of news before we get back into our TBT and our ship poll and all that other great stuff. Oh, no, wait, just kidding. Two more. Yep, that's you. So I'll do the next one. Um, Rounding out our coverage of Andrew Kreisberg and the sexual harassment or sexual assault allegations that have Mm -hmm. come against them, the WB actually, or Warner Brothers, I should say, actually did a thorough investigation and said that they have terminated his employment effective immediately. Wow. And they canceled his overall deal. So anything that he has in the works, I think he, I read something that said he and Greg Berlanti have another show planned, so they don't know what's going to happen with that. That's up in the air. Mm. But Warner Brothers says we remain committed to providing a safe work environment for our employees and everyone involved in our productions. You know what I wonder, because I actually took note of when I was watching the most recent episode of the crossover, his name is still listed as yeah. producer. I'm wondering if he's still going to receive residuals. I guess legally, I don't think you can cut somebody off. But even if he is fired, he's still making money for as long as these shows are going and rerunning. Yeah, and that was something that I was wondering just randomly this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, is there something in their contracts that say if you are let go for conduct unbecoming or something like that mm-hmm. does that stop any payment pay? mm-hmm. it should it should it really should but even greg berlanti and his partner sarah Schechter, i believe is how you say it they also released a statement on behalf of berlanti Productions, saying that they supported warner brothers investigation they mm. believe and support everyone that's come forward and that they agree with the decision to let him go wow that's crazy. Andrew Kreisberg will not be working for a very long time. I mean, at this point, if at all, yeah. you never know what the yeah. long-term ramifications of this are going to oh, be. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, the last bit of our news. So we got to see the first release of the logo for Black Lightning. Pa, pa, pa. You can see the picture right there <laughs> with my sound effects. <laughs> and you're, you've been pa, doing pa, that pa. all night. I know, right? Throwing up signs over here. Anyhow, um, also, if you may or may not have caught, there was a six-second promo for the Black Lightning. Um, I didn't see it, but I don't know if that's because I watched it on the app. And I Possibly. missed it, but I didn't see it. So if you guys saw it, I hope it was good. I'm sure it was. Let us know in the chat. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that. Why don't we find out where we're at with our ship poll? Do we have numbers? Have they come We in? do. Woo-woo. So for the entire time that the poll was live, Varchi was leading. Okay. Again, the couples are Xavier and Evie, Veronica and Archie, Ray and Leo Snart, and Alex and Sarah. Those last two being from the crossover. Mm-hmm. Varchi was leading for the whole time, but Agent Canary, whoa, Alex and Sarah came out with the win at 39% to Varchi's 38%. Nice. So all of you Varchi fans, you had it. 
Almost. Till the end. I really liked that coupling, though. When I watched, I just thought they had really great chemistry. Um, I liked uh, the dichotomy of the super confidence that Sarah had. And at one point, she when she was in front of... Um, Kara mm-hmm. and was just like, yeah, are you using your butt? Okay, <laughs> like because you fell out of bed this morning. I was like, oh, girl, did you not pick up the signals? Like, shh. But anyway, and I just realized. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say. In last week, we were talking about them having a love interest for Sarah, and so yes. watching this, I was like, oh, sh- is knew. Alex gonna be the love interest? That's gonna be interesting. That could be really cool. But then it didn't. Yeah, work I out. I so know. I was like, okay, maybe Sarah's love will come. Later. Yeah. And I realized I'm, uh, that's what happened. I forgot <laughs> to do the TBT. Hashtag throwback Thursday. So going backwards, got to stay on my Grant kick. And it is Grant show from, well, now Dynasty, but my picture is from Melrose Place because that's when I used to be like, oh my God, those blue jeans. I mean, he kind of looks the same. He does. Good he's, for him. Yeah, yeah. Whatever I mean, he's doing is working. He's a daddy, as Matt would say. <laughs> <laughs> Again, uh, he's here in spirit. Really, he really is. Okay, so I think that's it. Oh, and then what's left is our trivia question. So I don't know if anybody guessed, but the original question was, uh, what was Melissa Benoist? Did I say that right? Benoist? Benoist? I want to say it's Benoist. Okay, Melissa but Benoist. Uh, her first film role. Role. Gosh, I'm having a hard time. Mouth function. Did anybody guess anything? I didn't see anything. What? You guys are falling down on the job. We do these trivia questions for you to participate with us. I'm not going to lie. For me, too. I learn. I oh. find, out new thing, find out new things. That's okay, though. Then I'd much rather you guys just sit, listen, and try to take in the information <laughs> than cheat and go on Google. So I'm okay with that. However, next week... Some participation in trivia, please. The answer is A, Mariah Carey's Tennessee. Now, I'm wondering, did you see that movie? I did not. I didn't even know Mariah Carey had a movie. Oh, yeah. She's called been in Tennessee. A few. I knew she had glitter. Okay. That's the one I knew about. Okay. Anyhow. Okay. So that's, that's a trivia question. Anything else? Did I miss anything? Going back, Ivan mentioned that Felicity actually was in the comics, but she was oh, a smaller character. Got it. So I'm guessing what we saw in that first episode would would have been all that we saw that was got it very what her easy, character yeah. was in the comics got it okay well i think that wraps up our show for this week i'm going to turn to the front so you can see both of our pretty faces as we bid you adieu thank you for those of you who are here live with us participating in the chat and if not that's okay you're watching it later still leave a comment below because we love them if you go to itunes be sure to like comment no you can't like comment subscribe but you can rate us and we do love that and five stars five yes five Anyhow, I am glad you joined us. Be sure to follow both of us on social media. I am at yours truly, Ali Kona, with little underscores in between on Instagram. And then you can find me on Twitter with the same hash, not tag, thingy. The at, what is that called? The handle. The at symbol. Yeah, but my yours is a U and R because I didn't have enough letters. Okay, your turn. (laughs) I'm Erica Shannon, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Airy Baby. All right, guys, we will see you next week. And if you get a chance, Arrow After Show, coming up next. Goodbye. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.